Here's what's coming up on today's show. Now, what about appraisals? That comes after the inspections, right? <sighs> Appraisal. <laughs> Can, can so, be a scary term sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it's always that, oh, you're waiting on appraisal. Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about. It's your home. When it's time to buy or sell, turn to Colleen Benson and the Benson Broker Group with Keller Williams. Get answers to your real estate questions and put your search in capable hands. It's time for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson. I want to take a couple of minutes on today's show to, you know, sometimes we get pretty complex or we look at headlines and all sorts of interesting news and data, Colleen, but we're going to peel back a little bit today and just go back to basics. You know, we're picking up new oh, listeners, great. new listeners to the show all the time. And even those who have maybe listened to the show before could always be, uh, you know, good to have a refresher for them as well. So we're going to talk about some of the basics of buying a home and some of the terms that you should know. And then we're going to have some terms that we should go over on the selling side as well. So we'll start with the buyers. And first of all, I've heard you mention this on the show before, days on market. What's that yeah. industry lingo mean, and, and why should the average buyer kind of know what that's all, all about? Well, days on market kind of determines, well, it's DOM, the number of days from the date on which the property is listed for sale on the MLS, the multiple listing service, to the date when the seller has signed a contract for the sale of the property, so when it goes under contract. The important point is that buyers and their realtors, they'll use that DOM number as a fast way to figure out which homes are fresh, which homes may be getting stale. So as your home's DOM creeps higher, buyers may not know the reason, but they'll know your home is stale. So we don't want a high DOM, it shows a shifting market. The metric is the average DOM for homes sold in a market during a specific period. So a low average DOM indicates, you know, a strong market that favors the sellers. A high average DOM signals a market that favors the buyers. So, gosh, when I started in the late 90s, gosh, I can't believe I've done this that long. We had six months days on market. It was such a strong buyer's market at the time that now I, I never thought I'd see something home selling in five days. And so that's where it came from to where I am today on the whole days on market. So um, our average right now is nationally 29 days. And locally, we're actually, I think we're at 52 days for July stats. So um, days on market are creeping up a little bit and it's just showing a little bit of shift in the market. It's good to know. That's All right, it. so that's yeah. days on market. Uh, a great general analysis of that term and also uh, a, a more current update of what that looks like too. All right, what about as is? If somebody sees that in a listing, what does that really detail for us? The seller doesn't want to do any repairs. They want you to take the house as is, and the buyer needs to acknowledge that the condition of the property is is what they're buying. The seller doesn't want to negotiate. But um, they still have to provide disclosures to the buyer, even as an as-is real estate transaction. Mm, very helpful. Yeah, so just, just know that kind of going in before you even look at the property, just know you're not going to be having that normal negotiation process for repairs. Yeah, and, okay. yeah I'm not going to be able to say, oh, could we get you know new this or that? Um, seller doesn't want to be bothered with doing repairs for the buyer. Yeah, but you can go into that knowing, you can build that into your price and into your offer yeah. already, knowing you're not going to have that second negotiation opportunity. So very helpful to know there. All right, what about due diligence? Uh, that's you know one of the standard terms. You're going to hear that for sure if you are a buyer. 
Yeah, that's just, you know, we want to conduct our thorough inspections on a property before you buy it in order to make sure that it's a good investment for you. So we have a due diligence period and us as your realtors, we can help you with that. Can it determine what inspections we would suggest you do to make sure that you're getting everything done. And then when we talk about more rural properties, acreage and, and whatnot, sometimes due diligence is about surveys and looking up the land land use laws and what can be done with the property, zoning and whatnot. So we'll help you with all of that. But on a typical average house, it, due diligence is just your time frame for inspections. Very helpful there. And another term you should know if you're a buyer, this one's more on the mortgage side of the process, but you might get confused. I know some people do sometimes with all the different options that are out there because you'll hear so many, many, yeah, so many terms. We can do a whole show on uh, mortgage terms, but (laughs) at the base level, you've got conventional, FHA, and ARM, um, adjustable arms. rate. Yeah. yeah, those arms are just coming back right now. Mm-hmm. I never thought I'd see those again. Yeah, we didn't really so, have to include those in any conversations in the past couple no. of years, Colleen, but now we are. Yeah, so FHA is the government-backed home loan, and it's insured by the Federal Housing Administration, and it's less restrictive qualifications, so it's a really great choice if you're a first-time buyer or if you don't have as much money for a down payment or possibly a lower credit score. We can help you get into a home on an FHA loan. Conventional is, um, that that loan is not got, uh, guaranteed by government agencies, so it, they're insured by private lenders. So you need to have a good strong credit score, lower debt to income, they're a little bit harder to qualify for on a conventional loan. And so conventional loan, they're also called conforming loans. They conform to the Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac standards. However, they're just the mortgages from lenders and then they hold the mortgage or turn them into a mortgage-backed security. So maybe a little bit more information, but you know that's a conventional loan. And you guys don't really need to know this, I would say. This is just something that you know I'm explaining. However, when we meet with you as a buyer, we'll help you pick the right loan. And really, that's all you need to know. What's your interest rate and what's your down payment and how long is the term of your loan? And then the ARMS, those um, adjustable rate mortgage, those are an opportunity to maybe lower your rate later or um, it just kind of goes... Gosh, I, I really have a hard time explaining arms, but I ju- it just it's adjustable rate. So we can talk about that in more detail when you're ready to talk to a lender about which loan is right for you. Yeah, yeah, you pay a certain rate for a little while, and then it could go up later. It on. could go up. Could go yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. So I that's really that's, don't, that's the I eyes really wide open <laughs> part of it. So you're 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 more hesitant on those, right? I am. I just uh, I'm. I don't suggest them, but. Mm. I don't know. I guess they make sense for the right buyer. Okay. Well, there you go. That's fair enough. Uh, So there you have it. Great layout for uh, our different terms in the buying world. Let's go to one more before we switch over to sellers. Colleen, the offer. Uh, This one seems obvious, but what what really goes into the offer? What makes a good offer? Especially maybe this is a good one to kind of put into current context. Yeah. So what does an offer mean? It's the offer to purchase the home. And 
so therefore we will put it on the OREF, Oregon Real Estate Forms, and it contains the elements of, you know, it's just legally binding. So we have to have an address, we have to have the property description, the details, the earnest money, the amount and the terms regarding the sale and the time frames upon the acceptance of an offer. So that's what we do when you're ready to buy. And in our buyer consultations, when we first meet with you as a buyer, we go over all of this with you. We've got a little cute um, video that goes with it and our agent will sit there. It takes about 30 minutes and explain just to make sure you know. We'll give you a copy of a blank offer so you can pre-read it and ask questions because then once we find your home, we're going to be moving pretty quickly. We're going to be putting up, plugging in the blanks on the offer and getting that submitted to the seller's agent as quickly as possible. So yeah, we'll give you a blank copy. You can read it and learn. It's about what, 10, 11 pages now. And and feel like you're comfortable moving forward when it's time. There you have it, some key buying terms. Hopefully that helps our listeners out a little bit. And if you have some more questions or want to learn some more buying terms, well, you can check out our buying guide. This is an awesome resource put together by Colleen. It is free to you. It'll help you learn more about the important steps of buying a home, the terms that you need to know, and what that process looks like. You can download that guide for free by texting the word Oregon to the number 21,000. Again, just text the word Oregon to the number 21,000. We'll text you back with a link to click on that'll take you to a page where you can download that guide. Very easy to do. Again, just text the word Oregon to the number 21,000. You can also find it under the radio resources page on our website, bensonbrokergroup.com. All right, so let's talk about sellers, Colleen, and uh, okay. what terms they should know. Again, this isn't a comprehensive list, but we're just hitting a few few on the show today that you might come across. Uh, inspections. So we kind of talked a little bit about like what as-is means and due diligence on the buying side, but maybe from the perspective of a seller, what do they need to know about inspections? Yeah, so an inspection is important to a buyer because it protects the buyer during the purchase of a property. Um, uncovering anything that they might need to be aware of. So a qualified home inspector will come, assess the property's condition, they'll look at the heating and cooling, plumbing, electrical, water, sewer, fire safety, all those things. And then they provide a report with photos to the buyer. And so the buyer owns that report. So one thing when we're speaking about sellers, it's always nerve-wracking to be like, oh, they're coming in and it's usually a three- our process more if you're home if you have a big home and the sellers the inspector prefers that the seller is at home and then the buyer's agent comes and and supervises you know stays at the house while the inspection's going on and a lot of times that's a great time for buyers to be there kind of learn about the house spend some time in it and then based on that inspection the buyer's either going to ask for some repairs or decide that they don't want to buy the home or move forward with the home. So that's what a seller really needs to understand about the inspection. Okay, very helpful. That's the inspection side of things. Now, what about appraisals? That comes after the inspections, right? <sighs> Appraisal. <laughs> can can so be a scary term sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it's always that, oh, we're waiting on appraisal. So the appraisal is when a licensed professional comes to the home to assess its value for the loan. So the appraiser determines home value, you know, based on like us realtors, we have to kind of think like appraisers when we price your home 
because they look at market conditions, home amenities, curb appeal, and then the sold comps in the area dollar per square foot. So we want that appraisal to come in at the sales price and that kind of keeps the market in line so that the lender, so that we're not, you know, selling homes for prices, inflated prices that then will crash the market. <laughs> so appraisal process is where the appraiser determines the fair market value of the home for the loan. That's uh, good to know about appraisals. Hopefully it's going to be less of an issue in the future, <laughs> Colleen, but uh, maybe maybe that problem hasn't quite gone away completely. No, it hasn't. No, okay. the problem being, do you mean that the appraisal comes in lower than the purchase right. price? Right. Yeah. And that's always the worry of the appraisal side. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, we're still seeing low appraisals here and there. Okay. Good to know. Uh, what about contingencies? You you actually mentioned that earlier on in the show today. So yeah, what do yeah. we need to know about contingencies for sellers? So for sellers, um, you might receive an offer that is contingent upon the sale of the buyer's home. So what you need to know as a seller is that is that something you want to accept? So you're accepting. Um, an offer, but you're counting on that realtor to get that home sold and those people, your buyers to sell their homes so that they can take the proceeds from that sale to purchase yours. In fact, that's what I have with my house right now is a contingency. So I sold it, but my, my buyers are selling their home. So we're working on getting their home sold so that they can buy mine. So that's a contingency. And then another example of a contingency, it's just a clause in a purchase agreement you know, that needs to be met before the contract to become legally binding. But what another seller contingency is, we'll put your home on the market, contingent, the sale would be contingent on you finding that next home. So it goes both ways. And for the seller contingency upon finding a home, that really protects our sellers from um, selling their home and not having a home to buy, because that's not what we want. Yeah, you don't want that for sure. And that is why it's important to understand those contingencies. What about disclosures? I feel like the words for sellers are much more intimidating. <laughs> Inspections, appraisals, contingencies, yes. and now disclosures. Big words, big words. No, <laughs> I like, I like the buying side. Easy. Offer, <laughs> as is, conventional. Okay, now selling your home should not be a scary thing. Right, and right. when you invite us out to talk about selling your home, we can we actually have a whole presentation we can go through if this is new to you if you've never sold a home before or you need a refresh and we'll go over all this and make you feel really cozy and comfy about it all okay but the disc what was the question what does disclosure mean yeah disclosures yeah mm -hmm. yeah okay well the disclosure it's about six pages of paperwork the seller has to do when we list your home and it's a bunch of questions that you must disclose to the buyer any material defects known that wouldn't you know be readily apparent to a buyer so if like have you ever had a leak yeah we had a bathroom leak and we had a professional contractor come out and replace the subfloor no problem but we do need to share that information with the buyer all right very good last one to go over here colleen it would be i buyer the i buyers uh, uh. <laughs> anything that we still need to know about those folks we just don't really see them in this part of the world. I mean, I don't know. So an iBuyer is a service to help sellers if you want to just sell your home without playing on the market, without putting on the open market. You call them up, you send them some information about your home, and they'll 
they'll spit you a price that they'll pay cash for it. So it can work for the right home and the right seller who just needs to get out quick. But um, it really still, from what I hear, the fees rack up to be more than, you know, the 6% that we charge to sell your home as a real estate agent. Um, I've heard it can rack up to 10 or 11%. But hey, it's, it's a right program for somebody who needs to get out quick and is willing to sell their home below market value and pay the fee. The Keeping It Real Estate Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most major podcasting apps. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Just search for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson on your favorite app to find us. Or you can find subscribe links, listen to past episodes, check out the show notes and other great resources, including ways to contact the show and Colleen by visiting keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. That's keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. Did you know that Colleen Benson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Keeping It Real Estate radio show, Saturdays and Sundays at 1 p.m. on AM 1220 and 104.3 FM KSLM.